You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Semro. Thank you for joining us. On today's show, we sit down with a good friend, the incredible pet industry expert, author, and celebrity, the one and only bipetual Sandy Robbins. And we'll also talk about a flight to safety for 45 orphaned dogs and cats. We'll be right back with Sandy Robbins after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Is the coast clear? Yes. Let's go. Are you sure they went to Petco? Where else would they go? Whoopsie. Hey, calm down. I smell presents. <gasps> go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of holiday items at Petco. That's PetcoDeals.com. Go now. Uh-oh, step on it. Okay. Oh, not on my tail. <laughs> Go where the pets go. X Power is a global brand that offers a complete line of stand dryers, cage dryers, and multiple blasters that cater to both home and professional groomers. Designed to be quiet, lightweight, and powerful, X Power pet dryers will save you time, energy, and money. The X Power B2 Pro at Home dryer is the perfect holiday gift for family and friends. Please check out our holiday specials at viperpet.com and amazon.com. For more information, visit xpower.ws or call 855-855-8868. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. At a recent event, I caught up with one of my favorite experts in the industry, Sandy Robbins. We talked about a wide range of topics from cats to dogs to her thoughts on different industry issues. Let's take a listen. Sandy, let's talk about nutritional trends in the pet world these days. Right. Well, you know, it was Adele Davis, the nutritionist back in the 60s, who coined the phrase, you are what you eat. And back then, it, you know, she was appealing to a handful of hippies who were growing their own vegetables. But that expression has become mainstream. And ever since the pet recall of 2007, that trend now mimics our own lifestyle trend. We are now feeding our pets better food um, because they are what they eat too. And I think people forget that if you feed a cheap food, um, down the line, you're going to be you know, incurring huge veterinary bills when they have skin issues, uh, internal issues, all kinds of things that um, relate to good nutrition. And it's good nutrition that's allowing our pets to live much longer lives too. And let's talk about that. Our pets are living much longer. There's a lot we need to do as pet owners to prepare for that. Absolutely. You know, back in 1975, the average life of a cat was two to three years and a dog was five to six. Now our cats are well into their teens and our dogs are living, uh, well, sometimes cats into their 20s. 
but dogs are living, even big dogs are living um, into their teens. So yes, we have to make adjustments for them and there are lots of lifestyle adjustments that we can make. For example, if you take your dog out and about in the car, get a ramp so your dog can get in and out of that car without having to jump and put extra stress on those aging bones. Uh, same in the house. Uh, cats, dogs, it doesn't really matter. Get some pet steps so that your cat can access her favorite snooze zone. Uh, raised food bowls give an elderly pet an opportunity to sit upright and eat better and not having to keep getting down to the ground. So these aren't just fads and trends, but they're functional trends, which basically will improve your pet's health and well-being. One of the other trends that we're seeing a lot is accommodations made for pets in the travel industry. Absolutely. I think the travel industry has realized that the doggy dollar, as we call it, is worth big money. And if they put out the welcome mat for pets, they're going to have far more people traveling who otherwise would have perhaps stayed at home because they didn't want to leave Fluffy and Fido um, with an aunt or an uncle or, or in a pet hotel. Not to knock pet hotels. I mean, some of them are five-star establishments. I would be happy to stay there. But I, people love to travel with their pets, and it's all that much easier these days. Hotels um, have facilities. They have uh, doggy walkers, doggy concierges with a list of restaurants that you can go to with your pet, uh, where the nearest dog park is. Even cats are traveling more, and um, I think you have to realize that they, they don't like it as much, but um, you know there are, there's stuff out there for them too to make it just that little bit less stress-free. And let's talk again about nutritional trends. So important and so prevalent these days in the pet food industry. Right. Um, nutritional trends, you know, the trouble is with nutrition, um, there are so many trends out there. Uh, the biggest trend right now, one of the biggest trends right now is single protein food sources. So instead of having a food that has got duck and chicken and lamb and all kinds of things in it, it will just have one protein food source in it. The advantage of that is that if your dog is allergic to chicken or your cat is allergic to some particular kind of fish, you know you can bypass that by concentrating on a single protein food source that um, is going to give your, your cat or dog a better chance of, of not being allergic to that particular food. And a lot of what we're feeding our pets, unfortunately, is at least one of the problems that they're constantly facing internally as well as externally with allergies and skin diseases. Yes. So very important. How do we address those things with food? You know, I think you have to speak to somebody who's really knowledgeable um, about food. It's not a matter of walking into a store or speaking to your veterinarian and saying, what do you recommend? The, vet the veterinarian, for starters, really has to assess your pet the same way as they will do a consultation and assess their uh, respiratory issues, their heart rates, all those basic medical issues they need to address food issues as well and based on that they can then go and recommend food. Same with specialty uh, pet stores today. There's some very knowledgeable people out there and you know it's, it's more than just looking after um, skin and coat. The wrong food, too many calories, uh, not enough exercise creates obese pets and it's really difficult to slim down a dog or a cat despite what people say, that's a tough call. And there's no liposuction for dogs and cats. <laughs> Let's talk about the things that pet owners can do for their senior pets. 
Okay. Apart from um, things like pet steps and ramps to get in and out of cars, there's wonderful uh, infrared massages made specially for pets. So if your dog has uh, circulation issues or old joints, arthritis, those kind of, of things like um, uh, essential oils to rub in, um, um, a special massaging unit. There are charcoal mats that help improve circulation. Circulation, sorry. There, there's a host of products out there that are now catering to senior pets and their general well-being. Let's talk about your book, Fabulous Felines. Fabulous Felines, health and beauty secrets for the pampered cat. The first lifestyle book for cats. Um, you know, apart from uh, general uh, exercise and nutrition, it talks about shopping for shampoos and conditioners. Cats have a very different pH to dogs. You cannot grab your dog's shampoo and give your cat a, a bath with that. So the book goes into to, to details like buying the right products for your cat. It also has beauty secrets. Um, for example, you know, people love to read about how uh, Jennifer Aniston keeps her hair all straight and what products she uses. We've got the same for cats in that book. And I'll give you a little quick tip. If your cat suffers from a lot of electricity in her fur, take her into the shower with you in the morning and the moisture in the shower will calm down her hair. So there's all kinds of healthy, fun beauty tips for pets, how they can be glamorous. And they're all tips that come from show cats and they should know. Let's talk about For the Love of Cats. For the Love of Cats is an alphabetical book for adults. Yes, it works on a kid's level because it's got lots of fun rhymes, but it's also got some very serious uh, cat information and it's just been put together from A to Z. So it's a great coffee table book. It's a great book to introduce kids to the idea of cat ownership and it's just a fun read. Are you a dog or a cat person? I'm bipetual, as they say. I'm stuck. Okay, so <laughs> I can't even follow that one up. Let's talk about the special bond that seems to be growing more and more between animals and their humans. You know, I think that bond has always been there, but I think as, as we were chatting a little earlier, they, people are acknowledging it. And we're able to bring it out in, into the open more by the fact that you can travel with your pets. There is state-of-the-art uh, medical uh, techniques out there to improve your pet's health and well-being. Costs a lot of money, but people are prepared to do it because we are, are not no longer a nation of pet owners. We are pet parents and we have fur kids. And now there is a whole lot of science coming out there to, to prove that we are right. There's a study that says that if you own cats, you stand 40% less chance of having a heart attack. The power of the purr. The power of the purr. That's a good one. That's but it's a, true, right? That, that it but is, we it's we a need to remember that the cats also purr when they're in distress. And I think the more we understand our animals and the more we build a bond, we're learning more about them. And I think it's important to learn more about them. Our cats, for example, people think cats like to lie around all day manicuring their toes and sleeping. Cats actually lie around all day manicuring their toes and sleeping because they are bored. We need to enrich their lives. And an indoor lifestyle is much safer, but we need to compensate with great toys, with great furniture, with kitty condos, with games. I've taught my cat, my kitten, to play fetch. 
I will throw a toy for him, he will run after it, fetch it and drop it at my feet and he goes on forever. That brings up a great uh, point there. What are the best toys for cats? We, we see so many variations. Some people love lasers, some people are against lasers. Some people love the catnip, some people don't like the catnip. Where do you fall in all that? You know, there are three kinds of toys. Action, distraction, and comfort toys. Action toys are for that interaction with you and your pet. And if that's going to be the laser and your cat will respond to it, that's great. You can multitask with a laser. You can read your newspaper, drink your coffee, and play with your cat at the same time with a laser. Catnip is very much, I would say, um, sometimes a comfort toy for cats and they like to keep themselves occupied. But action toys, distraction toys, catnip is a distraction toy, along with a lot of other toys that they will play um, with on their own. And cats like comfort toys too. Um, that's something that they can sleep with at night. And the same three types of toys belong to dogs too. So you need to have a little bit of everything in your toy box. And just like with kids, you've got to change it up. Otherwise they get bored. So you've got to take them out, put in new ones. And of course, if they get damaged, you have to replace them. So you need a full toy box for your fur kit. That's the bottom line. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with the wonderful and always informative Sandy Robbins. We'll be right back after these messages. Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's the holidays at PetSmart, so come one and all. There are hundreds of gifts for pets big and pets small. Toys only at PetSmart so special and new. They'll love the gifts. You'll love the value. Hurry to PetSmart today for your very best friend and save 30 to 50% before the holiday ends. The holidays are just around the corner. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. So shop early and save money. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radial root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, I'm Lisa Smith Putnam, the host of the new and exciting show, Your Pets, My Dogs, here on Pet Life Radio. Your Pets, My Dogs will feature celebrity interviews, we'll talk to everyday pet owners, and more. Listen, I am here to entertain you each and every week, right here on Pet Life Radio. Again, that's Your Pets, My Dogs. I'm your host, Lisa Smith Putnam. Your Pets, My Dogs. Your Pets, My Dogs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. Let's get back to our conversation with the pet passionate and warm-hearted Sandy Robbins. When you notice your fur kid is getting a bit overweight, what should you do as a pet parent? 
you need to take action fast because an overweight fur kid uh, is going to have other problems. Diabetes, kidney issues, all kinds of other problems that are related to that pet being fat. I think it's a matter of, of visiting your vet on a regular basis. Our pets and particularly our cats don't get enough general wellness visits. You shouldn't necessarily have to take your pet to the vet because it's ill. You should be going once a year to check because you, if you can catch something like that, you can stop a host of problems down the line. And obesity is, is, is a terrible thing for, for animals as it is for people. It, it puts pressure on our joints, as I say, diabetes, kidney, a host of other internal issues. And you need the right food. We're back to nutrition. You need the right food. You need exercise. But you also need professional help. Absolutely. Now, where is the pet industry taking us as pet parents in your eyes? To infinity and beyond, I think. It is bigger than toys and candy and jewelry put together. It is almost recession-proof. Um, I think the reason why it is so recession-proof, especially in these really tough times, is that we may not buy that extra fancy coffee that we enjoy. We'll take that money and we'll spend it on our fur kids. They're our feel-good thing these days. So, you know, I come to these shows and I think I've seen it all, and then there's something more. And I think it's always going to be like that. What has tickled you at the latest show that you've been to? What product has just tickled you? You know, I shouldn't go there. Somebody's going to sue me. There's some absurd products out there. I mean, really. Uh, do you really expect your dog, for example, to walk around wearing panties with a diaper built in so that when it poops, it poops into the bag? Really? That's like a kid running around with a full diaper. You're going to allow there's some weird stuff out there. But on the plus side, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff out there. For example, uh, we were talking about uh, diabetes and that kind of things. There are now um, meters that you can check your pet's uh, glucose and uh, levels the same way as a diabetic can check their own. And that kind of state-of-the-art stuff is, uh, that's cool. That's fantastic. What's up next for you? A host of things. A laundry list of things that I'm going to do. But I, basically, I, my goal right now is to um, educate pet parents. It's, it's sad how little people know. They think they do, but they don't. And it's a matter of educating people so that they don't feel they're being lectured to. And it's a matter of explaining to people why you have to spay and neuter. Because every pet deserves a loving home. And it freaks me that six to eight million pets come into animal shelters every year and only half of those pets get forever homes. That has to change and we can change it. From an educational standpoint, what do you wish pet owners understood more? They don't understand their animals. They don't understand that cats are carnivores and that cats pounce and leap around on prey because that's their inherent instincts. I think we have to understand who our pets really are. We can treat them as our fur kids, but we have to remember who they really are. And that, says, that goes for dogs too. I think we have to understand that they need exercise, they need mental and physical stimulation, and 
you know, your dog's not happy just lying on the couch watching TV with you. I think we have to understand who they really are. And when we understand who they really are, we are better pet parents and we can give them better lives. What is your number one nugget of information to make someone a better pet owner for a cat? You know, um, when it comes to cats, I'm going to say, scoop that litter box. Cats are fastidiously clean animals, and a lazy pet parent is the cause of many, many issues, because a cat won't go into a dirty box. And next minute, that pet parent is saying, my cat's going outside the litter box, and off it goes to the shelter, and it loses its home. I think that's my number one for, for, for cats. For dogs, I think it's exercise. Dogs really enjoy a social life. They're very social creatures. And if you're going to go out to work all day and leave your dog barking in the backyard, plant a tree. That's what you need in your backyard. Your dog deserves better. Pet safety is another area we're seeing a lot of wonderful technological advances. Let's talk about some of those that you're seeing. Well, first and foremost, you know, 30 years ago, people weren't putting their kids into car seats. Now, at this point in time, we've realized that not only are kids in car seats, but our fur kids need to be strapped in too. You know, at 35 miles an hour, which is really not fast, a 60-pound dog, if you suddenly break, turns into a 2,700-pound projectile. That's through the window. That's going to kill the dog. It's probably going to kill the driver. It's probably going to cause an accident. And the other thing is that that pet does get out of that car. It's going to run away because it's scared. I think we need to really understand that pet safety is for us and for our pets. And it's really cute to see that dog sitting in the front seat, uh, staring out the window, or doing what I call the Britney Spears syndrome, sitting on your lap, looking out of the window, as she did with her kids back then. If your dog wants to look out of the window and that's what they do, then get a doggy booster seat. That way your dog has is raised, it's off the airbag, it will not explode if you are caught in a bad situation, and your dog has a view. There is a lot of wonderful uh, gadgets out there for pet safety, and I think pet owners need to realize that you know, they need to use them for their pet safety, and if we love our pets, we don't want anything to happen to them. Is it too easy to become a pet owner? I think it's far too easy to become a pet owner. I think that's a really very good question. Uh, these days, adoption uh, societies come and do home inspections. People sometimes are quite affronted by that, but I think it's actually really very, very necessary. I think you, people don't stop and think about their lifestyles. Can I afford that pet? Can I afford those huge vet bills? And they're gonna be there down the line, somewhere down the line. What about my time? I'm so busy having this great social life. Do I have time for a pet? I've got three children, I'm, I'm carpooling all the time. Who's gonna look after the dog? Who's going to feed the dog, run the dog? You can never leave it to a kid. And I think the biggest mistake people make, parents make, is they, the kids nag for a pet, but that novelty wears off. Never make a kid the uh, director of pet relations in the home. It's an adult responsibility and it is far too easy. I think we've got to stop and think about it. And I also think you have to stop and think about what type of pet you're going to get. You know, if you've got an, uh, um, a border collie that wants to round up the family and rush around the neighborhood, you need to be out there five times a day giving that dog exercise. That's not the dog for you if you don't have time to 
donate your valuable time to that dog. We've got to stop and think clearly before we, we take a plunge. It's a lifetime commitment and those pets are looking for forever homes. Thank you, Sandy, for spending that time with us and sharing so much great information and passion. I want to share with all of you a quick story about a wonderful group of people from the Helen Woodward Animal Center and the efforts made by these people, some of whom I know and greatly respect. They have once again jumped into action to assist in-need pets and worked along with remarkable people and many companies to save some at-risk pets after the tragic events of Hurricane Sandy. The devastation caused by Hurricane Sandy has been described by families and homeowners on the news networks globally over the last few weeks, and unfortunately it continues today for many. There are those, however, who cannot share their stories, orphan dogs and cats in the shelters that are facing loss and displacement to make room for the thousands of pets who need shelter as a result of Hurricane Sandy. So on Saturday, November 17th, 45 orphan dogs and cats from Save a Pet on Long Island, New Jersey, and animals from New Jersey rescued by Delco SPCA, were flown across the country to San Diego, California, via a donated charter from Southwest Airlines. They were chaperoned by SeaWorld's animal rescue experts, all of this just in time for a safe and secure new home for the holidays at the Helen Woodward Animal Center in Rancho Santa Fe. The extraordinary rescue was made possible by Southwest Airlines, whose flight crews donated their time, and BP, who donated fuel for the flight, along with the donated manpower of the SeaWorld experts who provided veterinarians and technicians to assist and chaperone the pets across the country. SeaWorld's experts in San Diego also donated transportation for the pets to their new home at the Helen Woodward Animal Center after they touched paw at Lindbergh Field in San Diego. We're happy to report that these animals are now available for new forever homes just in time for the holiday. Let's hope they find them quickly. For more information on these adoptable animals in the incredible Helen Woodward Animal Center, you can find information at www.animalcenter.org. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank my guest, the amazing Sandy Robbins, for spending time with us and sharing her knowledge and passion for pets and the industry. I want to thank all of those who helped the Helen Woodward Animal Center and these 45 orphan dogs and cats. And I want to say thank you for all that you do in the pet world. It is appreciated. For Animaltopia, Pet Life Radio, and all of those who make this show possible, I'm your host, Robert Semro, saying I'm proud to be an Animaltopian. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.